0: Imagine 100 people sitting in a circle in a large room. Each of these people has a pocket full of pennies. A politician walks into the room and walks around the outside of the circle. He takes a penny from each person. No one minds. After all, who cares about a penny? When he has gotten all the way around the circle, the politician has collected 100 pennies. He throws 50 cents down in front of one person, who is overjoyed at the unexpected jackpot. The process is repeated, this time ending with a different person getting the 50 pennies. After a 100 rounds, the politician will have taken 100 cents from everyone, given 50 cents to everyone, and everyone will be happy. That is how the criminal gang that calls itself government works. It takes money from the people living within its boundaries then give some portion of that money back in services to the people, such as libraries, parks, police protection, and medical care. The people are happy because they are getting some services, but government never gives all the money back that they take. They keep some portion of it for themselves, to pay their salaries, purchase insurance for themselves, and save for retirement. They also give some of it to their friends and campaign supporters by awarding contracts to them for services the government provides for the people. That happened here a few years ago, when the mayor of League City hired the company that collects our garbage. Several companies tried to get the job, but the mayor chose a company owned by one of his friends, even though they were more expensive than some of the other choices so the government forces us to pay for a service that we could have gotten cheaper if they had let us shop for ourselves. The government also forces people to pay for services and programs that they normally wouldn't want. On a city and county level, we are forced to pay for parks we will never use, medical services we never use, and libraries we will never visit. On a national level, the government forces people to pay for programs that they might object to based on their morals or their religion and would never support on their own. People who are against abortions are forced to pay for clinics that perform the procedure. People who are peaceful and tolerant of others are forced to pay for wars. And people who don't smoke are forced to pay for anti-smoking campaigns. Why do people continue to give the government money If they are forced to overpay for services and pay for services and programs, they don't want to use. In some cases, people like me realize that if they don't, the government will use violence against us if we don't comply with their demands for money. In some cases, people like me realize that if they don't, the government will use violence against us if we don't comply with their demands for money but many people don't ever consider what would happen to them if they don't pay the government its extortion money. And they pay it happily, just like the people in the circle who were happy to get 50 cents back, even after paying 100 cents to the politician. Not only are they happy about it, but they consider anyone who doesn't want to pay the extortion money as criminals, selfish and unpatriotic. One reason is that people are so used to government providing a service that they can't imagine that people could provide that service in a way other than using government violence to force people to pay for and accept that service. What if the government was in charge of making shoes? they designed design all the shoes, made sure that the shoes were made in all sizes for all the different people, shipped the shoes to the stores that they owned. If the government had taken care of supplying shoes like that for the last hundred years— People might think we were crazy if we suggested that the government should get out of the shoe business and let people run their own businesses that supply shoes. They might argue that without government making the shoes, greedy people would never make shoes for poor people, or that they would only make shoes in the most popular sizes and not for people with really large or wide feet. They might question if any businessman would want to open shoe stores in very small towns where they couldn't sell lots of shoes. But private people have been in charge of making and selling shoes for hundreds of years. And because of that, there are hundreds of styles of shoes for every sport and occasion in all sizes. And people are able to buy shoes wherever they live. And people of any income can buy shoes from $10 a pair up to thousands of dollars for really fancy shoes. People would react the same way if we suggested that some of the services now provided by government should be provided by private people and businesses instead. They can't imagine that libraries or parks would be built if the government didn't build them, or that we could have police protection if the government didn't extort money from people to pay for it but it is likely that these services could be provided cheaper and better if business people, churches, civic clubs, and other groups of people who were working together voluntarily were allowed to operate them. Government's way is to force people to pay an amount they determine for these services and use violence against anyone who doesn't want to participate. The voluntary way is to allow people to solve problems on their own with unique solutions that government has never thought of Or won't try. A second reason people happily pay their taxes for a reduced return is that government has done a good job of convincing people that they need government. The best lie government has ever told is that it is for the people. Americans believe that government exists to serve them, so they believe that government can be trusted to do the right thing. But government really exists for itself. It exists to create power and wealth for those who become a part of it. Businesses also create wealth for those who run them, but a business has to convince its customers to buy their products and services by being polite, offering good products, taking care of their needs, and solving their problems. Government creates its wealth simply by creating a law that says the people owe it a percentage of money, then, using the police the courts, and jails, to ensure that people pay that money. But it is hard to get people to realize the government doesn't exist for their benefit because the government spends 13 years teaching people in its schools that they need the government, can trust it, and that they, in fact, are the government. Abraham Lincoln said that government is of the people, by the people, and for the people. That is what most Americans grow up believing but it just simply isn't true.